ready to go. I think we're going to be live. Three, two, one. Guys, welcome back to the Only Up podcast. I'm your host, Sri J Chatterjee. This is a podcast where we kind of just talk about anything nowadays, more just a chit chat. And guys, we have a special guest. He's been roomied like three episodes ago. The one and only Vincent Ang. How are you, buddy? Yo, what up, what up, what up, what up? Only Up. I'm here. Uh, <laughs> I'm here. Finally, finally, I'm here. You made How's an appearance. How's everyone going? How's everyone going? He made an appearance. He um he's trying to be here since day one. And Vincent, just for the audience at home, you know my Norwegian one percent Norwegian audience. If you had to describe mm-hmm. yourself, like maybe if it was like on a Tinder profile or something, how would yeah, you describe yeah, yeah. yourself? Uh, six foot four, two hundred forty pounds. Um. <laughs> 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 nah, honestly, um, I don't know. If you know me, I'm just confident, energetic, fun guy to be around. Mm-hmm. Um, always down to do something with the friends. Mm-hmm. A very friend and family oriented guy. Just you know, just chill guy to be around. That's all. Yeah, and um, that's how I describe myself. Oh, sorry, I cut you off. But um, no, you good. Me and Vincent, we are not newly acquainted friends, but we we are we go back as more of associates. Like, because I think we knew each other firstly through basketball. That was definitely yeah, yeah. where the relationship definitely founded. And um, do you like? I ask every guest, what was your first impressions of me, and I'll give my first impressions of you after as well. So. I ain't that? gonna lie, bro. We were playing basketball. You were my teammate. I was like, dude, this guy, he's he's on and off. You know, he's streaky. <laughs> he can shoot some days. Some days he can't shoot. <laughs> some days on the court, he look like Seth Curry. The other day, I don't even know what the hell you're doing. But like, that's probably it for first impression because we were more so like teammates. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I remember in school, I think just uh, either you or like one of our mates, Christian, just approached me. He's like, hey, do you want to play? I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. But yeah, it was more so like definitely started out as a um more like a teammate's. Yeah. kind of relationship then it just you know evolved into something more so yeah um definitely same way but i always like oh because um for you guys that didn't know uh vincent was like school captain like he had like a lot of like responsibilities and all that type of stuff and my first impressions with him were definitely like very charis very charismatic is that the word Chari- a lot of charisma is that the right word Chariz- hey yo that hey yeah. i try my best, man. I try my best. <laughs> a lot of that like a lot like very very big like how do I say? Like a lot of leadership qualities and all that stuff. Uh, but I remember texting you just because, um, guys, if you don't know, except for Vincent Squad, I, this is the worst podcast I'm bringing this up on. But um, mm-hmm. when you, if you guys are still in high school, uh, most of the time you don't really stick around with your high school friends like nine or ten times. Either you do completely or you don't. So you branch out. And I remember texting Vincent way back in high school. I'm not sure he remembers this. It was like midway in senior year. I'm like, I know we're just basketball teammates, but I want to be friends outside of like just that basketball thing no, i'm pretty sure you worded it really weird you were like i'm a we're just teammates right now but i just want to take it off the court i was like <laughs> you know i was like hey, this guy kind of sus man I, I didn't know what was happening but I'm, I'm glad it was a lot more pg you know Def- than it was but yeah, yeah everything worked out yeah uh, it but- takes a lot of balls to like send some texts like that honestly yeah so props to you as well because like approaching uh, you know someone you're not that familiar with and just like hey i want to be closer i want to be mates with you you know yeah that takes something courage yeah 100 percent. and the thing is the reason i'm asking you is because like my first impressions of you definitely a lot of leadership qualities a lot of stuff like that and it's funny because your school captain probably like you call all the shots in your friend group like duhan mentioned the podcast before you're definitely the one who calls all the shots and it's funny because you are the youngest in your family and you moved from malaysia to australia so where did like all this stuff come from since you're being like the youngest and like you know there's not many opportunities for that like leadership skill to really develop um that's actually a good question um honestly <clears throat> it is all props to my parents because as a kid they signed me up to absolutely everything i mean everything i did basketball swimming badminton pretty sure i did track mm-hmm. i did bowling i did archery horse riding taekwondo i did i did all of the above like everything he signed up your kid to extracurricular i did it all so like i guess that taught me a lot of things, right? Number one is like just communicating, talking to people, mm-hmm. uh, you know, listening, try to converse with people. That's number one. Number two, pick up a lot of skills, you know, and each skill comes with their own benefits. Like basketball can teach you discipline here and that. Mm-hmm. So, and like, you know, as a kid, if you have to manage all of that, especially in like an Asian country like Malaysia, mm-hmm. we had to focus on studies as well. It's like organizational time management skills. So like, yeah, no, it's just a mixture of everything that my parents signed me up for. It just kind of formed into Vincent that you see today, I guess. <laughs> you know, it's literally just a bit of everything. Yeah. And that's me. That, it's just crazy because yeah. like, okay, because I'm not a youngest child or anything, but like you would think, because you're the youngest out of like four siblings, right? Mm. Right. So mm-hmm. like, say if you go on a trip with your family, you're not calling, you're probably not calling any of the shots. 
mm-hmm. know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. it's just really interesting to see something like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Because my parents, um, they are both like um, business owners. So they're both like bosses or like manager kind of positions in their own way. So I grew up just kind of around that whole thing. So I think I picked up a lot from my parents, you know, good qualities and all that. Yeah. I feel like we're kind of like, what do you call it, overshadowing? We're like, is Vince a guy? You could learn a lot from this guy. He likes to talk like he's an idiot half the time, but nah, he's good. He is good. Just for, because I do have a younger demographic as well. And I think since you were, well, guys, we'll skip through the serious stuff very soon, guys. I'm just letting, just letting you guys know. It's not going to be this whole interview job interview podcast the whole time. But uh-huh. one last serious question I got to ask you, because you were, quote unquote, school captain, you did, I would say you did pretty well in high school. Do you have any tips or any advice for people that are currently going through high school or same tips can apply for college as well. So do you have something like that to really inform the people about? Um, honestly, I'll say, okay, you probably hear this a lot, right? You probably hear this a lot. Cause when I was in year 11, I was asking year 12 for advice. Oh, how'd you guys do in VCE? Mm-hmm. Like, how'd you guys survive year 12? Like how, you know, how'd you guys do it? And what they told me was, dude, who cares? Just wait till you <laughs> meet, right? And I remember being in there in my shoe. I was like, nah, this guy, like, I'm just asking for some help, man. This guy's an idiot. Can't give me anything. Like, I just want like, a couple of tips here and there. And then when I was in year 12 and I finished year 12 and I had like year 11s by um, year 11s, year 10s asking me because I was school captain saying, oh, how did you manage this? How did you manage that? I'm like, I didn't. <laughs> it just happened. Right. Because it just happened because everyone has to go through it. Yeah. You know, unless you go like a different path, which is fine as well. But sometimes you just have to do it. It's not really an option and whatnot yeah, because yeah. That, 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 that's my only advice because you, you just have to get through it. And if you don't get through it, there's so many different alternative pathways and everything because mm-hmm. you, once you go to uni, you realize everyone comes from a different background. Everyone comes from, you know, they did differently in school. They went to different schools, different areas, picked different subjects. Mm-hmm. But somehow in your cohort of like 400 people in your lecture, you guys are all listening to the yeah. same thing. So yeah, I have guys in my lecture that's like 40, year old, 40 years old. And I'm pretty sure I have like a prodigy kid who's like 16 in my class. So, you know, you get a range of everything. But eventually, we all end up in the same spot. Yeah. So, I'll say don't worry too much mm-hmm. about it. Just do yeah. it. Uh, sponsored by Nike, by the way. <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> uh, sponsored by Nike. Just do it. And um, yeah, and if and if things don't work out, shit happens. There's always different pathways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of different options available. 100%. Guys, I'll... Uh, we'll, we'll go straight to the. I asked um, my Instagram questions for me and Vincent for the podcast. Very interesting ones. Some directed at him, some directed just for the both of us. But uh, I'll get this easy question out of the way. Shout out Kyle for sending this question because um also Vincent, school captain, all that stuff. But he was probably like like the number one prospect in our year for basketball. Like that was like his identity for a long time. Letting I don't know how you let that go because that was like your that was like your thing for a mad long time. <laughs> Kyle asked. Because, like, okay, Vincent, 6'2", like, point guard as shit. Vision is crazy. I'm basically sucking him off at this point. But he asked, mm-hmm. if you think if you really tried, could you make the NBA? Could I make the NBA? Uh, well, as a kid, I was pretty good as a kid. Um, I got, you know, asked to try for, like, state teams, maybe do some levels, and I got injured and stuff. Um... I was always, you know, invited to play with, you know, by rep coaches to mm-hmm. play with them, to play like representing Nana Wanning or like Waverly Falcons and like just um, rep teams like that. So as a kid, I was pretty yeah. good. I took the game seriously. I went, you know, training quite often and I had extra training outside my club training with like, it's, it's like a private trainer. Think of it as a private tutor. I had a private mm-hmm. tutor for basketball. It's kind of nerdy, kind of not, but yeah. So as a kid, I was pretty good, but honestly, the odds of me making the NBA is probably very, very yeah. slim. If you look at the NBA, like, Shruji, how many players are there? Yeah, like, yeah, not yeah. a lot. Like, less yeah, than 500 yeah. in the whole league. Um, so many people, so many talented people try. Mm. And I think that that's a that's a good segue as well into, like, hobbies and, like, your future. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, some certain things, like, it's fun to do, but you want to keep it more so on the hobby side, which that was possible yeah. for me because... I don't know. Realistically, I was... A yeah, you had hoop dreams, though, back in the day. Yeah, I had hoop dreams. Everyone went through those dreams. You know, I wanted to be an astronaut, a firefighter, <laughs> and all that. And now I'm studying yeah. finance. You know, yeah, boring yeah. as hell. So, but yeah, no, nah, maybe if I tried, like, maybe if I really, really tried, how I trained, 
Um, with a little bit of luck, maybe I could have made like NBL, National Basketball League in Australia. I think not to cut you off, but I think you definitely could have um like like we're not undermining you anyway, but like you definitely could have made college ball if you tried. If you tried, yeah. Like I feel like a lot of people would yeah. agree with that, Loki. Actually, I have a Xbox basketball teammate. He's playing in American yep. college right now. Um, he's playing like a D two school program. Yeah. So good for him. All right, this question is very very different, insanely different. So. Mm. So this okay, is like they basically asked, um, "Do you believe in high school sweethearts or the one?" Relationship-wise, yeah, that's Oof. a hard question. I would, think, I would think, if you want, dude, if you don't talk about it, it's up to you. But like the high school sweethearts thing, I feel like you could really relate to, knowing like how realistic it is and stuff. Okay, <laughs> I did. I I didn't have anyone in high school, man. It was just me and the books and basketball. That's about it. <laughs> I had no time for girls. I didn't even knew I liked girls. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. But but even even not uh, even, even beside okay. the high school sweetheart thing, do you believe like there is like the one? Like there's one girl for you that you like really connect with, you know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> this game deep. This game wait, 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 hold on, hold on. What what do you think, Shuje? What what do you think? Do you do you reckon there is the one? Switch it up. I'm posting <laughs> only up right now. Yeah. Do you reckon there I, is I definitely the think um there's not the one. I like to think there is the one. I haven't I definitely haven't <laughs> met it yet. Um but the thing is like okay, you can meet the one. Okay, okay, say there's someone that's mm-hmm. first place that's hundred percent compatibly linked with you. How far off is she mm-hmm. from second place? Like 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 the second place person from her, you know what I mean. So you may compare like a hundred percent with right. this person, but like ninety seven percent with this person. And I feel like either or you're gonna have a good time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But we're just so young. Like I feel like knowing who the one is. Like also like, what do you like? I don't even know what I want. You know what I mean? Yeah, honestly, like when you're in the moment, you're like, oh yeah, yeah she's yeah, the yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. She's the one for me. And then once you're out of the moment, you're like, she's the one that fucking ruined my <laughs> life, dude. For like that period, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, for me, it's like yeah, the one. Yeah, I- I'll say I reckon there's what there mm. is the one that is in like a work in progress because I feel like I I truly believe you really can't yeah. find anyone that you're hundred percent mm. compatible with, right? Because on paper, yeah. I just crazy because imagine you live together like everything you like, do day-to-day activity there's got to be some differences or like there's going to be some yeah, yeah. disagreements here and there and it's just about uh working through and compromising with each other and then you you guys become the one but there isn't like necessarily the yeah. one person for you but there's a one person right there that's like a work in progress yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. How i, I definitely it. do think that um like like you said you're talking about like how it's like a hundred percent like this person like clicks on clicks and like dude that's mm-hmm. just just not real you know what i mean like you know it's like the imperfect imp- mm-hmm. like perfect imperfections where that bullshit is you know what i mean like the disagreements mm-hmm. all the arguments like that's part of it you feel me like mm-hmm. you need that need some, sp- need some spice man you can't date know, a robot that... you know what i mean hey bro you gotta, you gotta have some little drama in your life or it's too boring though no? every day you wake up you're happy have a cup of tea read the herald <laughs> or some shit like, that sounds boring as hell I gotta yeah, have some yeah, drama yeah. here and there. Also, just like I like what you say before, like you know, like you know, oh, dude, she's the one, she's the one. It's like the love goggles, man. Because like, like once you're in it, mm. you look past every single flaw, like every single mm. flaw, and then like once you're out of it, you go, mm-hmm. okay, you know what? Maybe she wasn't the one. <laughs> nah, honestly, like, dude, I made that mistake in high school, bro. I was like, dude, the thing is, I, I was that guy. I was that guy that was like happy to open up to mm-hmm. people to ask my mates but oh guys what do you guys think i should do you know she's telling me do this i'm doing this but we're yeah. getting this and this and that the thing is they'll tell me you know all the good advice but hey you know she it's not like she's a bad person you just <laughs> you guys aren't right for each other and like you you shouldn't do this but me being the dumbass that i was i'm like oh okay okay sweet thanks for the advice but i would completely just yeah, like yeah. ignore everything they say and I still ask for advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was that guy. And, and, and now I'm you sorry, hate guys. it so much because you have been oh, through it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when you, yeah, exactly. And now I look back, and I'm just like, ugh, a little disappointed. Like you, cl- you know what? It's like spectator mode. You know mm. what I mean? Like when you see mm-hmm. someone, but then when you're playing the game, you don't see what they see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's exactly yeah. like that. And like, yeah, there's no such thing as the one, man. I ain't gonna lie. No, 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 no. no, no. There, Dude, my, my play is out there. There is the there one, is, bro. I'm gonna find the one, bro. I'm gonna prove it to y'all. The one? Where is she, man? Which continent here? Like, I don't <laughs> know. There's a lot of continents in the world, a lot of places she can be hiding. Yeah. Kind of hard. Well, 
if I if I were to answer the high school sweethearts thing, personally, I didn't really have a relationship in high school. Uh, Vincent kind of, no, but like we no, won't no, go no, to no, it. No, 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 no. <laughs> Listen, I had no. Oh, I had a relate. Guys, no, I had no relationship, but relationship like like problems. problems. Relationship yeah, like yeah, things yeah. I had to follow. Like, bitch, if you wanted to, you should have cuffed me. <laughs> Option was out there, bro. I'm telling. I gave. I gave. I put everything on the table, man. Yeah, and the thing is about Vince, he's such an open book, man. Like, yeah, I got nothing <laughs> to hide, man. He, he went through it, but um, I think a lot of our closest friends are like high school sweethearts, and it's funny. Like, you would think it's less and less, mm. but like, three out of like my four close friends are like basically high school sweethearts. So you know, it works if it doesn't work. I feel like, like mm. I had someone come up to me, uh, talk about um, I'll bleep his name out, but like, in his high school sweetheart, mm. and um, this is saying, oh, um. How are you happy being with one person your whole life? Like, isn't it boring? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and this guy, this guy who said it, mm-hmm. uh, I'll say his name. I'll bleep it out though. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, I'm like, how can you just not, why do you care? Yeah. And why aren't you just happy for them, bro? Because mm-hmm. you don't see what they see. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's just a connection. You feel me? All right, hear me out. You reckon it's, like you said, what? Three out of four yeah. friends, like, that are in relationships. So. High school sweethearts. Oh, high school sweethearts, yeah. yeah. Wait, so three out of four friends. I'm the one that's in a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm the one out of yeah, four. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Sorry, I see, bro. I see. Simple math, but no. You reckon it's part of it because of COVID as well? Like genuinely, because oh, we've been locked up for two true. years. If you think about it, we didn't really have a chance to like meet anyone else. And like, who the hell is going to say after like you Zoom class and talk to you Yeah, girls? yeah, yeah. Oh you know my what I mean? God, Vincent. Yeah. You reckon it's part because of that as well? 100%. 100%, right? Like, your circle is so limited and just, it's always same and, to same. Just and because we're third year uni, like, the novelty has worn off, like, really going into uni and, like, meeting that girl in your class. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're there to study, try to do well, try to boost your web, whatever you can now. It's not there to look for, like, oh girls. Oh, my, dude. That, that's such a good, yeah, I didn't think about that at all, yeah. bro. And I'm guessing maybe, like, uh, you know, the older guys that are above us or, like, below us, they probably have a different, because... Mm. You go to first year uni, you go open day, you join clubs, yeah. you do this and that. I did. I remember I didn't even go to uni day. I yeah. couldn't. Uh, it was like the open orientation yeah. day. Couldn't go. And you didn't go to any like the, and considering you're such a social guy and all that type of stuff, it's like you didn't even go to any like the uni party events that are meant for like socializing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't think mm-hmm. about that. And yet like um, there is like the option of online dating and all that stuff. But I think we only know one person mm. that's like, Pretty like Rami Carlos is like the only one that's really like done it through online dating through lockdown. <laughs> is that his name? Rami Carlos. I, I gotta I, I <laughs> plug Rami it Cubs. every uh podcast. Guys, check out his stuff in the description below. Good uh, friend. You call him Rami Carlos? Can I say this? I call him Rim Rim Job. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, nah, yeah. you can say it, bro. Uh, my my my, my no, 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 okay, out, okay. yeah. But no, nah, I didn't think about that. And guys, high school sweethearts mm-hmm. are the one on that. I think we spent ten minutes on that topic. You know, the one is out there. You play just guys. Just gotta keep playing the game. You know, you'll find the one. You shoot shoot as many shots as you can, Vince. You guys say anything to say about that? <laughs> uh, have fun, dude. Uh, compromise, compromise, compromise. That's all. And I high school sweethearts. Say. Never gonna. High school sweethearts? Nah, I should fake <laughs> as hell. I ain't gonna lie. Like we might have different opinions on it, but that's yeah. cool. But, oh yeah, no, nah. I should yeah, fake it, as hell. It's okay. It's like. I mean, it, it does, does happen, happen, right? It does happen. Like, um, right. like what are the chances of me going to the moon? People do go to the moon, but it's just not going to happen to me, right? Facts right now. <laughs> <laughs> right? I, I could technically, on paper, I could go yeah, to the yeah, moon, yeah. but it's just not for me right now. 100%. Yeah, no. Uh, high school sweethearts, if it works for you, like, I'm happy for you. That's, that's all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Um, next question, we got... Um, I think it's, I'm not qualified for this. I think mean, you're a lot more qualified than me. But plans for a first date, where would you go and what would you do? Like an ideal first date. And this is like more Melbourne based because I feel like American culture is very, mm. very different compared to us. Mm-hmm. Man, honestly, I'm a... Okay, hear me out. When people say they want to go to movies on first, yeah. first date, I, I fucking hate yeah, that yeah. shit, bro. Like, what's the point? You sit there for two and a half hours, you guys aren't yeah, even talking yeah. anything, right? I guess like there are advantages where you can talk about the movie mm-hmm. after or before. Like there is... It's it's an icebreaker or the conversation starter, yeah. but... Honestly, if you need the movie to like to start up conversation, man, you gotta work on something yeah. else, you know. Uh, that's I, all I'm saying. But I reckon my first date, you know, gotta, gotta take him out to a nice dinner. Not too, not not, that, not that's too nice, bro. Side. You said you said not the too far, nice, way not too nice. Because you gotta you gotta you gotta one yeah, up the yeah, next yeah. time. Do you know what I mean? You gotta yeah. one up the next time. But 
a, a nice a nice dinner. Atto was a yeah. good start. And after that, I'll probably do something fun. Yeah. You know? Like maybe even just go bowling. Just go walk in the park or something like that. You're that, you're that ten, fun. You're that guy. Just like long walks on in the park, bro. Yeah, just like long walks. Yeah, and you're yeah. a big f- Oh, yeah, you're pretty, pretty good basic. with food and stuff, so um, you're pretty good at stuff. But I reckon, even I know we did it with the guys, um, it was pretty fun in mm-hmm. Melbourne. There's like this um adult arcade, and no, it's not like a strip club, but it's like it's like oh. you basically get to have a drinks, you, you basically be social, and you play arcade games. I feel like really playing a game, like or playing a competitive game, like really brings the best out of each yeah, other. So yeah. I think that's a pretty good date spot, mm-hmm. especially because it's in the city. Yeah. Um, that'd be my recommendation. Right, I reckon right. do something that. Do something that, do an activity. Bro, mini golf. Mini golf, perfect. Mini golf. That that mini golf is up there. Mini golf, um, mini golf is up there. Even I'm trying to think of anything else that's like on the same like level as that. Level. Right. Mini golf, bowling. Bowling. Oh, you can go like ice skating and whatnot, but you gotta make sure you're good. Otherwise you look like an idiot. Yeah, bro. You don't yeah. want to eat shit on the first date, bro. Yeah, so like a week or two before, go go do your homework, you know? Bring yeah. one of the homies, you know, put on the shoes, yeah, go, yeah, yeah. go, 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 go for a couple of rounds. Yeah. But I, you're gonna eat shit, bro. I'm gonna eat shit, but no, that's um. I feel like if the girl really likes you at the end of the day, set a good impression, but it should be fine, bro. No matter where you take her, you know, keep it engaging, mm-hmm. keep it good. But don't don't set the standards way too high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. If if the first date costs like eight hundred dollars, man, and you go on the next date the next week, I'm telling you, you're gonna be broken in like two months. Yeah, bro. And you're and <laughs> you better believe, like as the times we're in right now, you're paying for the first date, bro. You know what I mean. Mm. That's, a, that's the times mm. you're in but yeah i think just do an activity uh do something you're interested in and and like mm-hmm. and then so do something you're good at like yeah i feel like that's good and do something 100%, fun 100 yeah. i would recommend don't do movies man that shit's too cliche yeah have you done it have you done them don't do have you done the movie date yeah man a year nine <laughs> a year nine that's what i learned that shit sucks young blood bro <laughs> young clay young, young vincent we're on a movie date year nine yeah that shit was Terrible movie, terrible date. Wait, man. what movie? What, what movie was it? Uh, I think it was the one. Was it? It's not packed. It's the one where um, there were like aliens and shit from like outside, and were like video games and aliens or something. Wreck It Ralph. I don't know. That's no, not Wreck It Ralph. It's like aliens contact Earth, and then like they were just combating. And, like, Dude, this must have been aliens. a shit house movie, bro. No, it's so bad. I don't remember anyone else in it. Holy shit! No, it was, it was a shit. Well, movie. I, f- I feel like we didn't really answer your question, but you know. Just, <laughs> I don't know, bro. Just do yeah. something, bro. Honestly, find yeah, find a place where you guys are able to just actually talk, yeah, and do some stuff, common things together. Yeah, yeah. don't go to like a large, you know, a loud club, loud bar. You can't hear I, shit. You can't hear what she's trying to say. I reckon yeah. if you're in Melbourne, guys, for a lot of listeners are, um, try the Winter Night Market. Um, I feel like that is mm. a good place. Is um, yeah. bunch of stalls, and you guys can see what food you like and maybe if one of you is uncultured you can culture the other person so that works too <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 it's pretty good yeah this is this, is a, uh, this is a little out of my pay grade but yeah uh duhan <laughs> asked ask you a question duhan um uh-huh. it's a pretty serious question um buckle up shit uh date an 18 year old or a 39 year old is this like an inside joke or something he asked me this question oh yeah yeah so we, we were just talking about this before yes. And in my head, right, I'm like, see, uh, okay, let me give you a little background, right? So, Bachelor of Commerce, finance major, right? So, <laughs> got got that money, I got that money in my head. So, yeah, I'm yeah. like, if I date a 39 year old, that's pretty good. Because originally we were talking about either dating 18 or dating 29. Yeah. So, they asked me that question. 29. I was like, why not just go 39? Oh. Right? If I'm, if I'm if I'm already going older, why not I find an actual sugar bone? <laughs> you what feel she, me? No, what, like, what, I'm being what, what serious. not rich though? What what is she like? Huh? What is she like? There's nothing wrong with this, but like you're you're 21. Uh, what if she's 39, three kids? You got okay. Listen, hear me out, hear me <laughs> that's a bit different. That's a bit different though. Cause hear me out. Cause if she's she 39, has kids. Right, she's already she done has kids though. No, it's not even it's not even that. It's just like she's already done shit that I want to do. Like yeah. if I want to go travel to this place, she's already been yeah, there. Yeah. It's like she has 60 years or what? How many more years she yeah, has yeah, to yeah. go to that place? You feel me? So I feel like it would be more mm. fun. Uh, I'm gonna sound like I'm gonna get cancelled, but it would be more fun to like date someone younger. I'm not gonna, gonna I'm not gonna say specifically 18, yeah, but someone younger in the sense that you guys can still have like yeah, yeah. the space and time to experience yeah, yeah, yeah. things together, yeah. right? Because it's like 
well, she's 39, she has three kids. Well, I fucking, we'll go to Europe together. She's like, oh, I went here with my ex-husband. Like, ah, shit. Great. It's true, but no, but like, she might have like mad experience, bro. Like, dude, dude, imagine how you were in 18, all the girls you talked to in eight, when you were 18, bro. Childish shit, bro. Mm-hmm. Childish. This girl knows what she wants. She's mature. She's got bread. Yeah, but then I thought like girls matured faster than guys anyways. Not at 18, bro. Think about the girls we were talking to at Not 18. 18. Uh. Dude, I yeah, really wish. I really, I really wish the question was changed to nineteen because I feel like it's just that much of a difference. Nineteen, yeah, no, eighteen yeah, is weird, man. man. I can't be in third year uni. She's in year twelve. What? I have to pick her up after a sack? Like, that's but weird. Even, even just like fresh eighteen, even in uni, it's a bit. I think it's. I think it's because we're twenty one. It's just too much. It feels illegal. It feels, yeah, feels yeah. Illegal, like right? I feel like. Oh, this is my own, this is my own question. No, 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 dude! I did peer support when I was yeah. year nine. They were year seven. Yeah, yeah. So that's me dating my peer support. Yeah, that's, that's weird. Sauce. No, that's a bit that's sauce. weird. That's but, weird. Oh, dude, I had a question. Add on this question. Oh, okay. No, no, I got it. I got it. I got it. Uh-huh. It was like, mm-hmm. as as a twenty one year old, right? Like, what is the year? Since this is kind of related to this question, what is the cap for oldest and youngest by years? Do you know, do you know, do you get what I'm saying? Oldest. And okay. Okay. By years. So like, what's, what's the youngest I'll date? What's oldest I'll date? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. I'm twenty one. About. 16. I guess I. <laughs> Yeah. Nah, 16, that's, that's way old. too old. No, 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 Please, I, I'm sorry. It's, it's satire, it's satire. I'm a good citizen. I'm a good citizen. I'm a good citizen. Yeah, I don't even like girls. Oh, guys. 16 year old guys. Oh, What's the youngest? Yeah. Okay, hear me out. Third year uni. I can see my, myself dating someone first year uni, but, 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 they gotta be like mature. That's asking for a lot, though. Uh, you, they just gotta just don't be an idiot, I guess. <laughs> I, yeah, it's uh, shame. No, no, I'm pushing it 20, 20. I'll date someone 20. Yeah, I think 20. I think 20, 19, 20, 20 would be good. How about this? Two plus, plus minus, minus two, two years, plus, plus minus, minus two. two years. Yeah, we'll go back to plus minus like two years. Dating an older girl is like it's just not in the cards for us, like now. I feel like it just doesn't seem right. Okay, also, it's like I haven't. If you guys don't know, I have an older brother that's two years older. Oh, uh, like, yeah. I, I know he has, like, you know, some friends and stuff that I met. And I yeah, yeah. like, girls. I'm like, yeah, yeah. So if I think of dating someone that's two years older, I think of, like, you know, oh, what would it be like if I was dating Victor and his friends? It's like, oh, that's yeah, two Not both of them. Oh, shit. All right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. but yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Like, I get the same way with yeah, my brother's yeah. friends. My brother's three years younger. And, like, mm-hmm. that's why I can't, like, see 18 as an option, bro. Like, because, mm-hmm. like, imagine, imagine I'm dating one of Chulu's friends. It's, Imagine dating like his classmate. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. Weird champ. But so, how would you answer Duhan's question? You're going, you're going 18 for the young and excitement, I guess, bro. I, I, I guess, I, I guess 18. Uh, it depends. 39. I'm gonna go for 39, bro. I'm dude. If she, bro, I'm gonna go for 39. Dude, she, she, Surely, if you're 39, you have three kids. You gotta, you gotta be a sugar mama somehow. No, she got, she got a brain, some bro. Sense. Like there's something, there's something. Like she's le- learned a lot of stuff she could teach me, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Bro, uh, you're looking for a partner, not a mentor. I'm, lo- I'm looking for a tutor, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you're looking for a mentor, dude? Yeah, nah. Probably 39. 18 CEO. Yeah. Um, 100%. Mm-hmm. I, last question before we get back on cause is, um, uh, what keeps you going day to day? And I feel like even though the question feels very surface level, like you could just say, um, <laughs> you know, people that count on me, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like there is like somewhat depth to this question if you really think about it. Mm. What keeps you going day to day? Or, or like what keeps me going day to day? Okay, well, it probably helps. It from from listening to me, you guys probably can't tell, but I am very very competitive. Sometimes actually too. Oh, bad. oh, this guy. You you would notice this guy. You like we this. try to play games for fun, bro, and this guy's getting mad. Like we'll be playing like any game, bro. Hey, man. I ain't playing for fun. I'm playing to win. Yeah, yeah, Winning is fun. Yeah. Sometimes, okay, sometimes I play for fun, but like, if you guys don't know me, I am very competitive very, when it comes very. to like, I don't know, gaming, life, basketball, like, Shuja. Yeah. Like, you, you see me like, go off a little bit here. And yeah, there. yeah, yeah. But I reckon it's just my competitive drive. Um, do a background about me. I reckon my, my, I respect everything that my parents are doing. Mm. Um, from where they came from, mm-hmm. literally nothing to something. Mm-hmm. And like the position they're in right now, I really, really admire and respect that. Mm-hmm. And I've always told them this. I'm like, one day, my net worth is gonna be more than you. Guys. <laughs> I, I was, I was telling this. I'm like, I'm gonna outwork you guys, and I'm gonna earn more money, this and that. But it's not even just, oh, because I'm gonna be better. 
to my parents as well. So like, it's like a motivator for myself as well. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like at the end of the day, you don't want to look back three months, six months. You don't look six months back. You're like, okay, I'm still the same person. Yeah. Right. Hundred percent. Because then, then really, what is the point? Hundred percent. Right. You, I feel like everyone just needs something to, you know, just work towards. Or else, there, there really isn't much meaning. Every you're just floating from day to day. Well, that, that's for me, anyways. Mm-hmm. So I always feel like I have to one up myself. Yeah. Or if I feel like I'm not doing enough, you know, yeah. I just gotta do something, something productive just to get things going. Hundred percent. For me, I'd probably say competitive nature. My competitive nature is probably what just drives me forward. What about you, Shuja? I think that um to answer this question, I feel like mm-hmm. you you said day to day. I feel like that is, you should have a goal day to day, whether that be to get better every day, mm-hmm. but you should also have a big picture. Do day to day and big picture. Where in the sense that have a huge goal, but then have little milestones that get you through. And there's this book I finished reading recently called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And he says, mm. um, like, it's not, I don't know the quote exactly, but what he meant was that if a, a person without a goal is basically just like a walking corpse. Because like, what is your mm. reason to live? So even, it might just even be a short goal. Like my goal continuously is to inspire people, lose weight, and just like really prove to myself that I can do this, this, and this right mm. so that's like my day-to-day and my big picture but what even but yours doesn't even, even have to be on that scale yours can just be like i got up today at before 10 and you keep doing that mm. consistently over time you know you'll feel like a right, better right. person i feel like just have goals in mind and remember uh if you you don't okay this is kind of contradicting myself but if you're really worried about doing something or something that's getting you through day-to-day don't put that much pressure on yourself like you know, you're not you're not trying to be a perfectionist. You know, mm-hmm. just go through the motions. Right. At least, if if you even if you set a big goal that may seem unachievable, at least you're working towards something. Mm-hmm. It's a lot better than just going nowhere, yep. right? It's better than walking circles. At least you're going somewhere, yep. right? Maybe I set a goal. Oh, I'm gonna deadlift. I don't know, six eight hundred kilos. Mm-hmm. Impossible. Yeah. Right. But at least, okay, I know I'll be going into gym today. I'll be working on my deadlifts. Yeah. So I lift heavier here and there instead of just, oh, I'm just going to go in the gym, do the little treadmill, do this and that, do yeah. this. At least if you set a goal in yeah. mind, you know, it can be huge. It can be almost impossible to achieve, but at least you have a course, mm-hmm. you know, you have a guideline, something to for you to focus on. Yeah, 100%. That's what, that's what I was saying. I'll, also, just one thing just wanted to say is what I've been really living with right now as well is that like you, like, you regret the things you don't regret the things you do. You regret the things you don't do. So like mm. really go out and do what you want to do. Don't think about the more you think about it, the more or less like you guys are to do what you want to do. Especially with this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, this was planned months ago. I remember telling Vincent, like it was like, it wasn't even going to be called only up. It was going to be called chopping it up like back in the day. Mm-hmm. And the more I sat mm-hmm. on that idea, the longer it takes for you to execute it. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. do what you want to do. You regret the things you don't. How do I, I fucked up the quote. But <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paraphrasing, paraphrasing. Yeah. So do what you want to do. It's, yeah. Anything you want to add on that, Vin? Sorry. Yeah. Um, try to have no regrets. Sounds stupid, but I'm pretty sure we all like, at some point, even though we're young, 21, yeah. like you said, some of your audiences might be even yeah. younger. But like, you can probably think back like a year or two. Oh, maybe I should have went for this. Maybe I should have done that. Mm-hmm. So you don't have, you try to have, you know, as little regret as possible. So just go for everything. I'll say, because we're at the age where we can like mess yeah. up as many as you want. Like even think about like, say you want to be an entrepreneur, you want to start a yeah. business, you run a fell at 21, then fell at 30. 100%, 110%. Right? right? I'll run a fell at 21, then 30 with two kids. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Like at that point, what am I doing? Yeah. Right? At that point, I have responsibility. Yeah. So if- right now, when you're young, just do yeah. shit. That's all I'll say. Get started, do yeah. something. Uh, just one more bar I want to put in is that mm-hmm. if, you, if you're if you scared of failing, you've already lost. So go and do what you want to... Yeah, I know, bro. I've been reading mad books, bro. Oof. So do Oof. what you want to do. Um, for the Because um, the person actually sent in that question is actually a friend of ours, which is... Mm-hmm. I'm happy that I always right. talk about men's mental health and all that type of stuff. And, you know, mm-hmm. set small goals, you know. you'll achieve great results. All those small little goals, you achieve yeah. something great. And what I do to keep day-to-day, just have a reason to get up in the morning. It could be something as something is like something or something i'm stuttering but it can be something as just like making yourself breakfast or prepping lunch in the morning do something small you'll get something good um day-to-day have goals mm-hmm. that is that anything else you want to add Vin? 
Honestly, you know how you, wait, what did you say before? Like, uh, if you're already worried, you're you're, oh, if you're scared. Failed. If scared, you're of, if you're failed. scared of failure, you've already lost. Okay, so um, that kind of, kind of, I can I can kind of relate to that in the sense that I think maybe it was a year and a half ago, my sis, a year ago actually, my sister moved mm-hmm. from here, uh, Australia, Melbourne, to yeah. London, you know, to work and to be with her boyfriend and stuff. So I remember she was worried, right, because she had a steady job here, she was making mm-hmm. good money, you know good social friends here everything basically was set up for her Mm -hmm. here in melbourne and she's abandoning everything taking one or two suitcases to fly you know 20 30 hours across Mm -hmm. the globe and she was like oh what happens if my plan doesn't fail what happens if i get there the culture is really different i can't find job this i can't find job that like Mm -hmm. what do i do she asked me and i was like hold (laughs) up you thought you were gonna fail i I, I seriously looked at i was like i was like dude you have like because my sister is extremely smart hardworking. She has, you know, masters in architecture. She's had a lot of, a lot of job um, experiences, good interpersonal skills. She has basically everything that you need, you know, all the mm-hmm. qualifications to, you know, find a job and to be uh, a good empo- employee, yeah. I guess. And I was like, she was like, oh, why was I don't find this or that? And I just looked at it. I was like, really? You thought you were going to fail? In my head, I've never had an ounce mm-hmm. of doubt. And I feel like sometimes in life, it sounds mm-hmm. stupid, yeah? You can take this either way, but I don't even set plan Bs, yeah. man. I said plan B's only think about plan how would I, how I would say is only think about plan B after plan A yeah, fails. Yeah. Right? Don't think about plan A, yeah. plan B. Focus on all your attention on making plan yeah. A work. Yeah, that's yeah. You feel me? You work on plan A and if shit really doesn't, you know, go if shit really doesn't go yeah. right and you know you're struggling, then you think about a uh, you know yeah. alternate course. Hundred percent. You know, um you know there's you know Arnold? Yeah, um, when he won mm-hmm. his bodybuilding competition, uh, the one quote he said is, um, "Stick to plan A. Stick to plan. Stick mm-hmm. to plan Stick A. Stick to plan A. Yeah. See, you know, me and Arnold, same thing. Six four, two sixty pounds. A lot mm-hmm. of similarities. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, I'll, I'll I'll message um the guy that sent that sent that message after this. Like, dude, take it easy. Mm-hmm. Have goals in mind, and dude, you're doing fine, man. Take don't take that don't take too much pressure mm-hmm. on yourself, man. You got it, bro. Well, rooting for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, those are the select few questions I got. I got a lot of troll questions, guys. Um, keep coming in. I enjoy them. I don't think the podcast will, but uh, that is. Uh, do you want to do a couple of troll questions? Uh, let's see, because no? I, I didn't save it's him because the story is gone. But let me let me you see if I save him. Yeah, right. Pretty sure he can just go back. No, no, because the, sto- the story is gone. Um, no, I didn't save him. Shit. But what I want That's to talk right. to you about, talk to you, Vincent, is that Vincent has. <clears throat> Um, not to make him sound like he's um a popular guy, but technically he is. But like, uh, he's very you're very good at conversing with a lot of people, and I feel like um a lot of the people mm-hmm. we are friends with, I don't want to label them or anything. Mm-hmm. Or same as my audience, a lot of them are technically quote unquote introverts, where you're insanely extroverted. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So how how would you go about mm-hmm. if you had to be a random guy or a university classmate? How would you go about like starting a conversation? Honestly, how I start a conversation, just say hi, like, you know, just talk about things that we can talk about now. Like, what can we talk about now? Yeah. How's your day going? All right. I don't, I don't know yeah. too much about you. Just very basic information. Mm-hmm. Oh, how's your day going? Blah, blah, blah. Ask about mm-hmm. your family, this and that. And after that, the trick is you don't talk, actually. You listen. Dude, dude right? I you literally have it in my notes. Like, Vincent is a good listener. I, oh my God. Yeah. I literally got to say listen. that, bro. Like, yeah, nah. yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, like, most of the conversation, yeah, where you get the source from is when you listen, right? You listen to what they're saying, actually trying to, like, process that. And after that, you respond yeah. with something else, right? There's no point of you just yeah. talking and talking and talking, trying yeah. to start conversation. Yeah. That's never going to flow, right? It's yeah, give and go. So I would say, honestly, yeah. listen. You need to listen. Yeah. And just go um, from there. If I don't, like, I would say I'm not as extroverted as you, but I li- I think I like... Mm-hmm. I have a good balance between the two. Like I can make my own, like I know how to talk mm-hmm. to people. I know how to like form like conversation mm-hmm. stuff. What I think is like, don't flatter the person because it looks really cheap. I reckon having a vested yeah, interest, yeah. like don't make it surface level. Try like break. It's like you're breaking an egg. Like you want it clean. You want it done. You don't want to like mm-hmm. slowly crack it. Like to really get the conversation going. You want to mm-hmm. like crack a boom, yolks in the pan. Yeah, yeah. Also how I think about it is like, all right, here's like an analogy of some sort. Conversation is the same shit as cardio. I'm not that Hear good at cardio. Hear me out, right? <laughs> when you're running, okay, yeah, right. When, okay, when you're running, yeah, 
the more you run, the better your cardiovascular yeah. system get or whatever, right? The better, the more you run, the better you're going to get. That's it, right? So that's how I see conversation. The more mm-hmm. you talk with people, right? The more you're learning from them, yeah. the more information you have, right? So I can talk to this yeah. guy about footy. Yeah. I don't watch him footy, but I know here, in, you know, I know yeah. a little stuff here and there. A little bit of stuff from like yeah. tennis or something and you just grab little things here and there from yeah. everyone that you talk to and you kind of just build up this data bank yeah. of shit you can say and from then on it's just you know just yeah. responding to it so i'll say the only way you get yeah, better yeah, is yeah. just talking to more people and you learn yeah. a lot of interesting it, shit you can say it's like it's like That's um, about it. yeah, yeah. you know uh you can read about business but you only learn about business by doing business imagine mm. re- like dude if you've read about basketball there's no way you could play basketball you have to play basketball to learn how to play basketball <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what i mean exactly and honestly with yeah, the conversation yeah. thing okay i'll use i'll use like a personal story i won't make it too personal it's very service level but it's uh me vincent we went out to a bar one night and um what they mm. know the end result right they they knew like i got i, t- I started talking to a mm person and then it went well right but the, they didn't know that like i like i talked to two other people and it didn't go so well you know what i mean so just mm. keep trying keep trying if you get rejected from mm. conversation bro people people are people man everyone's like programmed differently some people don't want to talk to you and you got to get over that mm. you can come up with you can come up to someone that goes oh hi, i want to talk to you oh, and dude they can they might get intimidated they might get scared and you just got to move on and talk to other people you know what i mean so like well, mm. i guess that kind of just goes into rejection so like you know, like if you get rejected, it's not the end, so, bro. Right. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. yeah, hundred percent. Nah, nah, nah. The booze, man. Yeah. My, my my man's low key a sweet <laughs> talker. This guy got yeah, bro, everything yeah, going yeah. for him. You know, he yeah yeah. Well, yeah. Pretty but, good, pretty good. No, nah, that was that was really <clears> good. Um, definitely like. If you guys like, you know, when this podcast blows up, becomes famous. If you guys ever meet Vincent on the street, he'll make it feel like you've known him for years. Like, I don't know how he does. It. I think that's due to your open book. Like, you're you're very much like an open book. Like. Yeah, very, very open. I'm, you know, I'm open to share, open to just talk about yeah. experiences and just talk. Yeah, I feel like it makes for very interesting conversations as well. And it's yeah. it becomes a lot more personal, right? So when you, like, relate things back to yourself or, like, mm-hmm. you give examples from your life, shit like that, yeah. it becomes a lot more personal. It kind of breaks that surface level ice that's, like, between you guys. It's kind of... It's just an icebreaker, you know what I mean? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. I love what I was trying to remember. Oh, another thing I got lined up. Okay, so let me just Mm. set the tone. Uh, Vincent, correct me if I'm wrong. So before all this um, C Mm. word stuff hit, all this pandemic stuff hit, um, there Mm. was... uh, Vincent went on a trip with, I think, at least 13 to 15 people. Uh, 13, 11? I don't know if it's 13. Okay. 11, 11 yeah something like that maybe 10 basically 11. to his home country remember, back yeah. the motherland of malaysia and and he because mm. like, a lot of them were either travel rookies they'd never been out of the country before or they didn't know how to travel without their parents so vincent basically had to be mom and dad of the whole thing and operate the whole ship so what i want to go into mm-hmm. is that because a lot of students um maybe due to pan maybe due to the pandemic never got to travel when they had plans out of high school or out of college i want to ask you mm. what are your travel your straightaway travel tips, do's and don'ts. <clears throat> so number one, what I've learned is if you're going with a group of people, um, know that it's very, very hard to manage everything yourself. Like, oh, we're going to eat tonight. How are we going to get there? Or what are we going to do tomorrow? Like there's a lot of little details that go into traveling and making you know the travel experience worth it. So number one, I'll say is you don't have to do it yourself. Kind of just delegate, mm-hmm. you, you know, be like, okay, so person one, you're responsible for just finding where we're going to eat for dinner tonight. Right, make sure you know uh, all the allergies, whatever, all that's taken care of. Person two, tomorrow, what time do we have to wake up to get to this place? Can you check on Google Maps and everything? So I'll say number one tip is definitely just delegate because it's way too impossible for you to do it yourself. If you try to do it yourself, you're gonna spend a whole time planning and like trying to make sure everything's together that you yourself are you're not gonna enjoy the trip, right? Basically, you're just there to work essentially. You're not you're not gonna enjoy the trip. So I'll say number one, delegate. Um mm-hmm. Number two, very important. Stay hydrated. Drink your water. It's it, no, no, it's insane. <laughs> not, Think about it. I was not expecting. No, no, no. That's an that. honest tip. Like water, dude, it makes everything better. Trust me. Like if you're going traveling, yeah. Think about it. You're walking like six, eight hours a day, right? If you're yeah. in like an Asian country or something, it's hot, right? You're sweating left yeah. and right. 
you're walking like six eight hours yeah. a day you don't drink water and most of the time when you're traveling yeah, right yeah, you yeah. want to eat um or taste or drink all the local you know the local food local foods and most of the time you know it depends where you go yeah. there might be fried food here you know sweets yeah. like you would you yeah. would drink like their exotic like cocktails and whatnot but you would never drink water so i'll say like yeah. definitely you would spend a lot of time just eating like basically yeah. junk food let's be real like junk yeah. food or, like all the sodium yeah all that sodium, dr- like guilty you pleasures basically so yeah gotta stay hydrated man you gotta stay oh, hydrated oh. Guys, if you haven't traveled to like an Asian country, so you guys know, they'll probably let you know when you get mm-hmm. there. Um, a lot of Indi- Asian countries like India, China, uh, try to stay away from the tap water. I feel like no, that's you don't drink through. that uh, shit. Don't, no, no. Don't, don't drink the tap water because especially if your stomach can't handle it, you're going to be like in the bathroom for a couple mm-hmm. of days. So mm-hmm. don't ruin the trip. Absolutely. Sorry, I cut no, you off. Do right. you got any more? Uh, number three, have a rough plan, but be prepared for shit to go wrong. <laughs> Oh, that's that's actually that's huge because life fucking happens, mm-hmm. guys. Yeah, life happens. yeah. You you think trains only break down in Metro Australia, Melbourne? Nah, man. You might be. Yeah. I remember when we were at Singapore. We were so instead of Uber here, they have a thing called Grab. Basically, it's just same thing as Uber, but just called Grab. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it was during the time where, um, I think a lot of Grab drivers they were basically doing a protest that they weren't getting yeah. paid enough or weren't being compensated enough. So it was mm-hmm. very, very hard to find Grab. Like yeah. it's very, very hard to find like a uh, you know travel to get to this place and that place. So yeah, you know, sometimes shit just goes wrong. And sometimes I remember we finished me and the boys we finished watching Frozen two, and we went at a random <laughs> cinema in a place that we didn't even know, and we were trying to get home. And it was you know it, that that was a journey itself. We had to go on, online, search this taxi yeah. company, call this guy and that guy. But yeah. be prepared for shit to go wrong. Um. Yeah. And also, yeah, having a rough plan means that uh, you have you have things like, say, if, if I'm going to Japan, right, I have like certain things I want to check off, definitely. But yeah. certain things, that's yeah. maybe. If I'm in the area, yeah. why not, right? So yeah. I would say having a rough plan is good because, you know, it allows you to just be more spontaneous in the spot as well. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's just fun to just be in spontaneous in the spot. But at the end of the day, you still want to have like a little checklist that you want to get things done yeah. for like when you travel. So I'll say having a rough yeah. plan helps. And number two, uh, number four, actually, be prepared for shit to go wrong because shit will go wrong. Yeah. And that's when yeah. your rough plan comes in. Plan B, plan C. Yeah. But yeah. But also when a lot of shit goes wrong, that makes for like the best moments as well. Yeah. Like, on the trip. Dude, yeah, yeah. we have some stories, man. Yeah. <sighs> Not, uh, guys, I know we're throwing a lot of like negative shade at traveling, but no, if anything, we encourage you guys to travel. 100%. Like I'm pretty well... I think Vince, you're pretty well traveled. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty well traveled. And the like the stories you just get and the culture shock and like you can really like you learn so much, man. Mm-hmm. Like again, like you can't read about traveling, you gotta do you traveling. Gotta do you traveling. know what I mean? You gotta like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like it's it kind of ties back to the thing we used to say before, setting a goal. Like honestly, it's part part of it, like for me right now doing a part time job, yeah, it's nice to have pocket money, but it's also nice to just save up money yeah. to go like traveling or something. So it could be like a Vincent. goal for you guys as well. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this? Um, I won't say the place that we work at, but me, Vincent, Rimey, um, a few other guys I'll have on the podcast in future, mm-hmm. we all worked at the same place for a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. Actually, if if anything, I'm the only one that's really left. Yeah, but yeah. um, yeah. But um, I remember Vincent. We we're just midway through our shift, we're all working hard. He just goes, "Do you guys? Uh, you butch, correct me if I'm wrong. He's like, do you live to work or do you work to live? Do you remember you saying that? That sounds like something I would say, honestly. Yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. <laughs> Is, is that is that what you're trying yeah, to say about so. the part-time job thing mm-hmm. wait what did i say I mean? do you live to work or do you work to live man sometimes i just got the brand of wisdom here and there like salt and pepper and <laughs> i don't even know what the hell i was saying wait let me try that it's, it's like the ancestors oh. blessing you bro damn let's let's digest that for a bit do you live to work or work to live that's what that's what i mean like dude like um it's kind of fucked up how fucked up is a work-life balance like that term mm. you know what i mean like just because you're working doesn't mean you're living your life where mm. if we all lived in a utopia, you know, your work would be your life. You'd love to work. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you know, we don't all get that opportunity, but like, it's just kind of crazy. You feel mm-hmm. like, like, do you have any end goal with like the money you're saving from this part-time job or anything? You know what I mean? Like usually for people our age, it's a car because a lot of people get that license. Yeah. They get that car. Got the car. A lot of people, tra- a lot of people that's travel. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I've got um, the car, saved enough to travel. The next is probably just saving up because um, I think the end goal is just to 
um, have something of your own, like your own business and whatnot. So probably mm-hmm. look to start something up. I don't know what it will be, but hopefully the idea yeah. will just come to me one day. But at least and something it's nice. you're passionate about too. Yeah, That's something I'm very, very passionate about. But it's you know just having the money there, and I feel like it's always it's always right to have money in the bank. It's better to have money in the bank than money not in the bank. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. Um, like, yeah, probably save, do something, do something extravagant, something yeah. crazy after all. We don't know. There was this really good quote, like, because I'm not that money-centered, like, um, especially you, you're not that money-centered either. But, like, I feel like, you know, money's not everything, but affect, it affects everything we want to do. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Like, people say money can buy happiness. It does. It, to a it, 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 it does. helps, man. It like, does help. You're trying like, to I'm tell not me that happy here. meal didn't make you happy? Hmm? Yeah, yeah, bro. Exactly, bro. How like, do we get I'm that happy li- meal? We bought I'm it. not that enlightened, bro. Like, you <laughs> know what I mean? Like, money, money still do a lot of good things for yeah. me right now. But, 100%. Yeah. Do you, wait, what do you, do you think you work to live or live to work, bro? Like, I feel like I you work should... Work to live. Live to work. Honestly, live to work for me. Like, there are... Okay, there are days where you just like... All right, we have all been through this. You just wake up. Like, you slept at 3, 4 a.m. the day before. You wake up, you feel like shit. You're lying in bed. You're like yeah. watching YouTube. Yeah. Like, you, you just feel shit, right? You just feel like a sack of potatoes just sitting there right yeah, but yeah, yeah. once if you're doing something else like if i'm like watching my uni lectures if i'm uh working a part-time job it's just i don't know maybe for me mm-hmm. i don't know just that that feeling of like being productive i just that drives me you know that gets me going so i'll say you know i yeah. live to work i'll say i definitely live to work if not i'll just feel so pointless yeah for me and you're, you're quite you're quite a workaholic in that sense though yeah so. i have to or else i go crazy man yeah legit bro yeah yeah Damn, I don't really know. I don't really know where to go from here. <laughs> but, I don't know wait, where to go. Wait, wait. Uh, but speaking of, one second. Um, you know how we talk about our travel stuff. If you mm. if you want to go over it, um, you know, Vincent, like you are going on a bit of a holiday all around Europe. Mm, yeah. So, I'm going for a mate of mine. So initially, we were just talking in the restaurant, and we're like, man, like some of our friends are. Like, I want to go to Japan. I want to go to Taiwan. I want to go to like, this place, that place. I was like, I want to go to Europe. I want to go solo travel Europe. Yeah. And then my mate's like, dude. Dude. I want to go to Europe. Dude. <laughs> I want to go to Europe too. I was like, no way. We should yeah. go to Europe together. And then yeah. from then on, the day, the next day, we start playing Europe together. Yeah. And basically, I'm going for a month. Yeah. Going to be going to London. Going to be going mm-hmm. to Paris. Francais. Paris. Uh, Paris. The baguette. <laughs> <laughs> uh we're gonna be here hitting brussels which is in belgium oh, and then okay. two places in switzerland mm-hmm. and then i'm pretty sure we're going to italy we're going like naples uh venice rome venice is really and good. yeah kind of keen for that and on the way back we're gonna be stopping by singapore for a couple of days and heading home so yeah i'm gonna be hitting you know uk yeah france belgium yeah Switzerland, Italy, Singapore. So very, very keen, very excited, actually. And this man has a full spreadsheet on every hotel, all the expenses. Man, man's got it down pat. So, uh, but, we were both but, finance students, so we, we had to like budget it out. You know, make sure true. everything's neat and tidy. Got the formatting right. Also, listen to your own advice. Shit may go wrong. Your flight might get delayed. You might miss something. You never know. Hundred percent. I'm, I'm kind of waiting for shit to go wrong. It'll be so funny because it's just gonna be me and him. And yeah. we were talking about it as well. It's like, what happens if we get in an argument or like get into a disagreement? That'll be funny as hell. Because it's just like, think about it. It's only me and him. Who did I? Ha- who was I talking about? It was like, oh, I won't dox the person. Oh, I said mm. his name in the previous podcast or two podcasts ago. It's yeah. like, like the like the three saints. Like it was like it's like you t- you two the person you're traveling with and thing. So like, you guys are really good friends. I think it should be a good time. Um, mm. nothing but. Wait, am, I, am I a saint? Sometimes, mate. You do yeah. some questionable stuff, but you know that's that's for the homies. That's for the Patreon, bro. Yeah, <laughs> that's behind closed doors. Yeah, man. In public, I'm politically correct. I'm a good guy. Uh, no, no 18 no. year olds, 39 year olds. Yes. <laughs> uh, I think um, you know we've, we've kind of gone through a lot. Um, you know whether you're a fake fan or not. Um, I've got the only up five podcast questions. Have you heard of these before? Nope. Okay, he's a fake fan. But, <laughs> no, I'm joking. I, I, I can listen to your podcast sometimes at work, like yeah. in my morning shifts when I'm in the back. Yeah. Yeah. All right, what do we got? All right, we got first question. Starting off easy, kind of easy, depending on who you are. By the way, Vincent is a vegetarian, so this question might not be conventional. Mm. Do I get canceled for that? I don't know. But 
you know how you've heard the age-old question, if you were on death row, what would be your last meal? You can have an entree, you can have a main and dessert, you can have the whole mm, lot. It's your last, last meal. meal. You get to choose. Oh, dude. My mom makes this really nice fried veggie. I'll probably just ask for that. I'm a very... If you guys don't know me, I'm like... Okay, it sounds funny when I say it. I'm like the least peakiest eater, but I don't eat meat. So I guess like, I don't yeah. know, make of that what you will, but like, yeah, I'll, I'll eat anything, just no meat, I guess, no seafood. But it, I, I'm very, yeah, I'm a very basic kind of guy. You know, my mom makes this veggie. It's very nice. It's just a little, little bit of ginger, a little bit of salt, some veggies. I'm a happy man. Dude. Give me some bro. rice with that. Yeah, so I'll probably say I'll have that for my, my mom's cooking. Last meal. Ladies, Vincent is single. So, you know, if you got that veggies on deck, you guys um could pick this man up. But also he's very easy to compromise with food. Like um yeah. whenever we go out, um, it's not like this place is not vegetarian. I can't eat it, guys. Can we go somewhere mm-hmm. else? Like he's like, mm-hmm. Oh, if there's a tofu option, I'll eat it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like most of the place nowadays has veggie options. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, 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 yeah. So number one done. I'll say, yeah, my mom's cooking. And for dessert, I feel like Cookies and cream ice cream, you know. Really? I, I, go wrong with I that. thought you were gonna go yeah. for like some because dude, this man's like a bingsu connoisseur. I thought you were gonna go for something like that. Nah man, dude, think about it. A connoisseur, a connoisseur, cookies and cream ice cream, just a top of that. Yeah. I, that's a pretty way to go. Honestly, that's a pretty way to go. Yeah. Yeah, I'll say ice cream my mom's cooking. That, that's my that's my response. It's fun it, it's not funny, but like okay. But like we see a lot mm-hmm. of people that do say their mom's cooking. I think Duhan said it. Um if you know Ben on the previous podcast like ages ago, mm-hmm. he also said he just likes his mom's Thai noodles. So very, mm. very, very wholesome. You know, uh, a boy's best friend is their mother. So mm-hmm. se- second question is, who are your role models? Like, I think I can name one. Kobe Bryant is definitely up there. Mm, do you want to, do you want to, because I kind of like spoiled that question for you, but do you want to say what he means to you and how he's influenced you? And just because the late Kobe Bryant, rest in peace, I'm a huge fan. Mm. Listen to his motivation tracks on repeat, man. I love Kobe mm, Bryant. Mm, He's mm. left the legacy. But what about you, man? Um, wait, wait. You want, okay, so Kobe, right? What did Kobe mean to you? How has he influenced you? Right, right. Stuff? Okay, so basically, um, growing up, right? So how I got into Kobe was Victor, my older brother. He was the biggest Kobe fan. Mm-hmm. Right, so he was, um, when the games were on, he would just play Kobe Bryant games, Lakers games. And me being the dickhead I was, I was like, man, I don't like Kobe. I'm going to I'm gonna pick his rival team. That's my favorite team, Miami, back in the days. <laughs> yeah. that, that's my team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like that team. Yeah. I like the Celtics. Just just to just to be a little dickhead to my brother. But honestly, <laughs> yeah, Kobe taught me a lot. Yeah. And like, if, there, if there's anything you can take away from that guy, it's literally having the drive to like just pursue what you want and be a perfectionist at it because yeah. he would go over a move. He would do it for 2000 times. Mm-hmm. You know, he would break his right arm, rock up to training the next day, work on shooting with his left, left arm. Yeah. The man made no excuses. 100%. You know, he just went for it. And yeah. I reckon that's why he told me definitely. Yeah. And I'll say my other two role models are definitely my parents. Yeah. And I tell him this all the time, but like, basically my parents just grew up like, most, I feel like most of our parents grew up similarly. Like, you know, they grew up poor. Immigrant, Not many options. Immigrant family. Yeah, immigrant family. Like, I remember my dad, when he was in London, he told me he had, like, three options for uni. Mm-hmm. To be an architect, uh, to be an engineer, or, like, something like dentistry, or something like that. Some, mm-hmm. Like a widespread. I'm like, Dad, why'd you become an architect? It's like, honestly, I didn't know what it was, but it was the cheapest mm-hmm. in, terms, in terms of, like, you know, tuition. So I just picked and went for an architect, yeah. you know? So, like... Definitely my parents, I reckon they, um, you know, they're, they're just really, really, really good people. Like they're very successful in life in terms of like, in my eyes, at least, if you look at like, I guess, financially and they don't keep it to themselves as well. My parents run a lot, a lot of like charity events yep. back in Malaysia. Yeah. And, you know, because my, my parents have business businesses as well. And just seeing yeah. how like they treat staff and like my parents really do care. Yeah. And that, that, uh, that rubs off. That rubs off on me as it's, well. I don't know if you know, like, yeah, I take it. I try to take it out to people around you, me, like whenever I can. You, you know, know, just if it's like, tr- sorry, just mm-hmm. to big up yourself a little bit. It's funny because um, like, I don't say this lightly. Like Vincent is definitely because it's competitive nation. One was disciplined. One was competitive people. I know, like, um, he's great. And the thing is, like, you're disciplined. You you wake up at a reasonable time. You do your bed every morning. Like all this stuff, right? Like small stuff. There's mm-hmm. probably a lot more. I'm very surface level with this, but you came from. Mm-hmm like what I would say, quote unquote, like a good family, well, like pretty successful, like well off, right? Mm. But yet you don't have like 
you know, like the Richie Rich qualities, like you're still really self-efficient, independent. You don't rely on mom and dad's money at all, which is just mm-hmm. really, really cool to see. And being a younger child as well. So good on you for that, man. Yeah, well, again, that's that goes back to my parents. They never spoiled me for anything. Yeah. I mean, I guess in a sense, I was spoiled in a sense. I never had to worry about my next bill. Yeah, yeah. I never had to worry about, you know, if I can buy, or if they was buying an iPad for like middle school or something. Yeah. But in a sense, I, you know, I had those things taken care of, but you know, all the extra stuff, they kind of always made me work for it, which is, is good for them yeah. because, you know, what's the quote again? Like you teach a fisherman how to fish, he can get food for the rest of his life. If you just hand him like a fish, he would just be useless or some shit. You know what I mean? That, oh, yeah. You, do you know yeah, that quote? You can give yeah. one man a fish, he eats for one, like one meal, but you give a, you teach a fisherman how to fish and you eat for the rest of his life. Yeah, eat for the rest of his life. Yeah, it's kind of like that. So yeah, my role models, models, definitely my parents. Um, Yeah, just... The fact that they came from, you know, nothing to something and they're incredibly um, giving, mm-hmm. just loving and caring. Yeah. So I'll say, yeah, my parents are definitely my role models. Yeah. They're up there. Oh, uh, did you have a third one or did you, your parents were two? Parents are two, okay. man. Mom, okay, two. Yeah. Uh, Kobe. Kobe yeah. um, oh, actually, no. Victor, my brother. Really? Okay, I, I didn't, ex- I didn't never, expect this. Nah, hear me out. Hear me out. I would never tell that guy. <laughs> like, I would never I'm, tell I'm this. Gonna, I'm going to send him this clip, bro. <laughs> yeah, I would I would never say this to his face, even if he uh, like listens to the podcast and like quotes like, me. Nah, after, I would deny. Nah, but like no, nah, honestly, like growing up, you know, everyone goes through that bratty phase, mm-hmm. right? I was like always arguing with my parents, mm-hmm. arguing with my sister. But Victor was once like, dude, sometimes you just gotta shut the fuck <laughs> up. Listen, right? You're the youngest, yeah. right? He, like he he taught me a lot. He kept me in check. He's the one that's like, dude. I know, like recently, like I haven't seen you. Um, studying because we he's like my next door neighbor. He's like I haven't I just see all day playing games. Yeah. Like uni might be easy now, but just set yourself um three hours mm-hmm. a day just to study. Then up it to four hours. Like he he would tell me shit like that, yeah. and like you know, like he didn't have to, but he tells me a lot of just like discipline yeah. and yeah, just a lot of things like that as well to keep kind of keep me in check. So he definitely is a role model for me. Even though if he does ask me, I would never. <laughs> I'll deny no, it to the grave. That's, that's really good. Uh, I just want to go back to the uh, Kobe thing. Uh, guys, if you guys don't know, mm. pretty hard, he's a household name, but Kobe Bryant is a very successful basketballer. Unfortunately, passed away. I think Kobe Bryant um, mm. has like very meaningful, uh, one of the best quotes. And I love how Kobe Bryant um, encourages failure in the sense that you don't fail at what you do, but don't be scared to fail. Like, like because mm. you only get better by failing. And... Mm-hmm. One of my favorite quotes by Kobe Bryant, just I never really said on the podcast. I sorry to like take your spotlight a little bit, but it's like it's yeah, like um right. it's like nervousness is only like it's like if you're nervous, it means you just didn't prepare enough. He always talks about it like mm-hmm. going to the free throw line. Like he was never nervous taking that shot because he's done it ten thousand, a hundred thousand times before. So mm-hmm. like there's no need to be nervous. Like, especially like if I were to relate it to us, if we the reason we're probably scared to do a presentation is probably because we did it last minute. You know what I mean? Because we didn't like, right, learn it. Yeah, that's why we're nervous. Yeah, if we yeah. really like scripted out that presentation, really did it properly, you know, there'd be no reason to be nervous. You'd be almost proud to do it. You know what I mean? Dude, dude, okay. A little, little Yui, a little you term yeah. topics. That actually, it, it reminds me of like a quote I heard sometimes. Um, It was like, there were, I think it was just, it was something along the lines, if you ask a top level athlete mm-hmm. at their sport and an athlete that's just mm-hmm. starting out, like if you look at their post interview or like yeah. preview, um, when you interview them, you ask a pro level athlete, "Hey, um, how how are you feeling for this match?" They'll be like, mm, "I'm excited." Yeah. You ask a entry level uh, athlete, "How are you feeling for this match?" Yeah. I'm nervous. But if you think about it, and if you compare to both, when you're nervous or excited, what do you do? Your hands start yeah, sweating. Yeah. You're a bit restless. You're yeah. fidgety, right? So like a lot of the symptoms you have for when you're nervous and you're excited, it's the exact mm-hmm. same thing. What changes is how you yeah, look at it. It's all mindset, man. It's all mindset. Like you could be nervous, you could be excited, but all the symptoms are the same. Your palms yeah. get sweaty, you're restless. You know, you're you're always like, you just don't know what's gonna happen. But if I look at it and change your mindset from, hey, I'm not nervous, I'm actually very mm. excited for this, it, it changes everything. So like that was one of the things that definitely yeah, struck with me. Hundred percent. So little you also I feel like um you like um you're very good off the cuff though as well which i feel like is just through experience though too probably yeah like what do you like mean like, like what do you i mean feel like that? very you're very good at improving stuff as well 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can bullshit yeah. out of anything. <laughs> you can talk shit. It's funny how we start talking about <laughs> quotes and stuff because the third question is a, what is a quote you live by? Or a couple quotes or whatever. Do you have any quotes or something like that you live by? A quote that I live by? I really don't think I like memorize or like, live mm. by any quotes, but if there's anything recently, it was the one I just mentioned before, like the one I paraphrased, something about just changing your mindset from nervousness mm-hmm. to excitement. And that is the difference between like a top level uh, guy or girl, a top yeah. level person and someone that's who's just starting yeah. out. So I'll definitely, I'll definitely say there, it's that. There's a quote yeah. by um, this book. It's kind of relating to yours. Maybe I'll just give you a quote. But um, um, there's this book called mm-hmm. Do Epic Shit by Ankur Wariku. And basically his, his like on the pro and thing, he's just like the pro is just the amateur that showed up every day. So, you know, like if you're nervous, like, you know, the pro was once an amateur too. So, you know, don't be too nervous. Mm. Get it done. Practice your craft. You know, should be good. Just do it, man. Oh, that's my quote. Nike, just do it. Honestly, at this point, we should get a sponsor, man. Dude, if I get, dude, I'm wearing Nike right now, bro. If I get a Nike sponsor, man, I've made it. Yeah, exactly. I've actually made it. Working for a check, bro. (laughs) Um, Fourth question. You're nearly done, man. You're nearly free. But um, what do you want to be remembered for? Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a legacy, legacy question, bro. Hmm. Huh. What do I want to be remembered for? Damn, that's yeah, kind of deep. It's that time man. of night too, so. It's that time of night, man. Okay, what I want to be remembered for is probably, sounds simple, but it's quite hard to do sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's quite hard to maintain. Just be a good person. Yeah. <laughs> like, Honestly, just like you know me personally, Shuja. Like I try to like whenever I can help out. Like hundred percent, it's helped me personally through great detriments. So yeah, so I I'll say I'll say for me, I just want to be remembered for you know as a guy that was just mm. helpful, selfish, mm-hmm. self sufficient, um, helpful. Yeah, that's about it. Arrogant. I just want to be known as you know, remember yeah. for a good person. Yeah, I feel. Yeah, just just being a good guy. Just being a good guy. But last question, um, how happy are you today, man? How happy am I? What is that? Out a ten? Out of a hundred? What's the scale? Out of a ten, you can give me a. I'm a. I'm doing well. I'm doing all right. Ten being a happy meal, one being a cheeseburger. I'm probably on a quarter pounder. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like I don't know. I don't know what that means. But you know, right, I'm how happy it. am I? Well, today, uh, play volleyball. Have volleyball training. I have an injured shoulder, but yep. we'll still manage to do all right. And our team played really well. The overall mood was good. But yeah, how ha- how happy am I as of recently? Um, I'm not gonna lie, you know. Sometimes you know it varies; it goes up and down. But I think generally I am happier now than I was like the last couple of months. But it was like a lot of stressful things happening. So yeah, yeah I reckon I'm a I'm an eight out of ten. I'm eight yes. out of ten happy, and there's always room for improvement, and we are working towards that. Just just for the homie that said, um, how do you get through day to day? Remember, a bad day is not a bad life. Mm. You know, you- Everyone has shitty days, so mm. get through it. But Vincent, it's been a pleasure having you on the podcast. Um, you know, I've been wanting to have you on for a long ass time. I've Dude, I want an episode sixty nine, man. Like, what episode wanna... is this? Nineteen, uh... <laughs> eighteen, uh... <laughs> eighteen. Oh, oh, oh. yeah, we don't talk about but, that. Nineteen. But, uh... No, I mean twenty minimum. Yeah, again, twenty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, but uh, guys, check out my socials. Uh, check out Rami Carves as usual. Um. That's pretty much it. If you guys like the podcast, definitely message me on Instagram. I'll put much more questions. I'm having more guests. Guys, remember, only from here and take care. Bye. You can say bye, by the way, buddy. Uh